Steve's NRL Season Previews, the Canberra Raiders. Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Season Previews for 2022. I'm your host, Stephen Westway. We are officially one week away from the start of the NRL Telstra Premiership season in 2022. And I hope all you guys out there in both Queensland and New South Wales are staying safe at the moment. With this uh, disastrous rain that we are seeing, it's affecting so many people. And, you know, these floods have just been disastrous. So everybody stay safe as as you can. And, um, you know, hopefully it all clears up for the start of the NRL season next Thursday night. But today we're going to be talking about the Canberra Raiders and their chances in 2022. I've already covered four, uh, sorry, I've already covered six of the uh, teams so far this year, including teams like the Dragons, the Broncos, the Bulldogs. Yesterday, I covered the New Zealand Warriors. So go back and check out those season previews and have a look at where I think those teams are going to finish in 2022. Do you agree with my predictions? Let me know in the comments at Steve's NRL 40 Tips. Send me a message. Do whatever you guys want to do and, uh, you know, get involved in the conversation. Steve's NRL 40 Tips are, you know, back for another season and, I'm excited for it. Next Tuesday, we're going to kick off the season with my footy tips for round one. We've got new segments this year, and uh, starting next week, I'm going to be either looking at a classic match every week or profiling a legend of our game. And in round one, we're going to be looking at Craig Fitzgibbon and his contributions to the NRL just days before he makes his coaching debut. So a lot to look forward to there. But as I said, today we're talking about the Canberra Raiders and their chances in 2022. And, you know, after a couple seasons from 2018 to 2020 that were remarkable for the Raiders. They made the grand final in 2019 before, um, you know, losing in controversial circumstances to the Roosters. They backed it up in 2020 by making the prelim before they got ambushed by the Melbourne Storm, who, you know, as we all know, um, went on to win the premiership that year. So, I mean, 2022, it's, it's shaping up to be a new beginning because 2021 was, was you know, a season of disappointment for the club. They finished 10th on the NRL ladder with 10 wins and 14 losses. But a lot of people, including myself, uh, expected them to go very far in competing for the Telstra Premiership. I actually had them as my premiers heading into last season, but things went wrong quickly. And, you know, it's it's going to have to be fixed fast for the Raiders. Ricky Stewart has had a very successful history at the club, and he's, I believe he already enters his ninth season coaching the Raiders. But, uh, you know, last year, as we said, it was a bit of a disaster, so they've got to get back on track in 2022. And if we go ahead and look at uh, their 2021 seasons by the numbers, there's not too much to say about them. I mean, they won the first three, three out of their first four matches, and it was really the departure of George Williams, who was an established halfback over from England to a done such a great job with the club in 2020 that his departure really sent them on a bit of a spiral down the ladder, so to speak. They really struggled to cement that half position for the rest of the season. They brought in Sam Williams, who, you know, is an experienced campaigner and a lot of experience for the Raiders, and he did a, a good job in the circumstances, but there was no doubt they needed a key halfback. And, you know, they've signed Jamil, Jamal Fogarty, during the off-season, we'll get to his situation at the moment. Unfortunately, he's not going to be available for the majority of the year. So they're going to have to look for a halfback somewhere else. And they're going to have to, I believe, they're bringing in one of the young guns to come and fill his spot. But really, George Williams sent him on a, on a spiral down the ladder. Um, Jack Wyden wasn't ex- as explosive as you would like Jack Wyden to be, considering he was the Clive Churchill medalist in a losing side in 2019 and was a Dalian medalist in 2020. 
Um, you know, 2021 just wasn't his season, to be honest with you. He just uh, he couldn't get into his natural game. He, he was trying to, I think, control the team more when George Williams left in pl- instead of playing his natural running game. And, you know, even a recorder to State of Origin in the starting team in Game 3 in the 5-8 position didn't really do him uh, his confidence any good after a... You know, a loss where New South Wales had a chance to go 3-0 but couldn't capitalise on that opportunity. So, uh, But the alarming stat for the Raiders in 2020, despite the, uh, in 2021, despite the fact that they did not make the finals, was the amount of points they were conceding. It was the second last... Um... No, actually, sorry, it was the... What was it? I think it was the 14th most points conceded in... Um... In the year, they considered 578 points, which just is not good enough when you're trying to uh, to try to make a late run to the finals, which they did, and obviously it all fell apart in that last round, and they couldn't get in after a you know a mixed season. So they're going to be looking for a lot better than 10 wins, 14 losses in 2022. And if you look at the signings that the Raiders have made, there's a uh, you know it's it's more about the quality of signings rather than the the um, and the importance of the club that these signings are going to make rather than the uh, quantity of signings. So they've, they've got Nick Kotrick back from the Bulldogs. He really didn't find a home there at the Bulldogs. And he was a great favourite son there at Canberra. So it's going to be good to see him back in the uh, in the green and white this season. They've got Adam Elliott, who you know has had a lot of off-field discrepancies against him in the past few seasons. He's going to come looking uh, for the Raiders to have a fresh start. And he was just bolster the strength of the Raiders forward pack this season. They signed Peter Holler, who's a promising young kid from the Cowboys, and of course, Jamil Fogarty, who I just mentioned. Unfortunately for Fogarty, he has suffered a serious knee injury. He'll be out for the first four months of the season. So they're actually going to bring in one of their young guns from, as I, as I alluded to just before, from the lower grades, and uh, that is Brad Snyder, who, uh, if you don't know Brad Snyder, and I don't know much about him, he kind of has been rising through the ranks in the lower grades there at Canberra for a few seasons, and um, he seems like he's the type of player that will be able to come in and do a job for the Raiders, and, you know, he's 21 years old, he's looking for an opportunity, and I think I believe he had one game off the bench last year, but he really gets a chance to start the year and try to make that jersey his own. If he doesn't succeed and can't control the team around the field, because that's what the Raiders need, as I mentioned, they need uh, Jack Wyden to play his natural running game, just be that explosive heart, uh, that explosive five eight that really set the competition alive in 2019 and 2020. So if he can't do that, they've got Sam Williams, as I said, is still an experienced uh, campaigner, is still on the books there at Canberra, and you know. He's always a handy utility to have around, but uh, it's going to be, as I said, there's going to be pressure on the Raiders this year. They've lost a few personnel as well, but if we look at the NRL.com's predicted ladder for them in their in their strongest 17, there's going to be a shorter couple in round one, obviously, but they have Xavier Savage at fullback, Rapinar and Nick Kotrick on the wings, Croker and Charles Nickel Clodstad in the centers there, so they pick Savage over Charles Nickel Clodstad, and at fullback, and I think Ricky Stewart said himself it's going to be a tough position uh, for him to be in on who to pick each week at fullback because he wants to ease Savage into uh, first grade. If you saw the Raiders last year, you know how much potential he has. He really lit the Raiders' attack up in the dying stages of the season last year, and he's got a huge future ahead of him. But I think that um, you put Savage at, at fullback. I know that he's going to get battered, and it's going to be a long season for him, his first full season in the NRL. But with that much talent... I don't think he can keep it on the sideline. I know they've got 
Matt Timiko that can come in the centres. But for me, Savage has got to be fullback. Charles Lodge had a very talented player in his own right, but I think he's better suited to the centres this season. And let us see what this promising young kid can do for the Raiders. In the half, they said Wyden and Fogarty. Obviously, Fogarty's injury is going to be Wyden and Brad Schneider. The props, Josh Papali and Ryan Sutton. The hooker, Josh Hodgson, who's in his last season with the club before going to Parramatta next year. It'll be interesting to see his minutes this year. Their second role is Hudson Young and Adam Elliott and Elliott Whitehead in the lock. Their bench is Tom Starling, Joseph Tarpanay, Corey Horsbright, and Corey Wahiro Nero. There's one strength of this Canberra Raiders side. It is their forward pack, and they've got so many different options with players they can start with. They can start with Tom Starling, um, but he is such a good utility. And what Starling brings, you know, Hodgson is a solid work. You know, he's a hard worker, which is... You can say about a lot of English players and a lot of English imports that have come over to the NRL, but as he gets older, he gets a little bit slower from dummy half, and he might not necessarily add that spark and attack that you're looking for sometimes in a dummy half, but that's what Tom Starling does. So I like the mix there between the experience and the youth. You've got the veteran campaigner that's just going to work hard for you, and you've got that little bit of... um, explosiveness that you need from the bench and, and when Starling comes on he can kind of set the game alight and I think that's what they should be working towards getting that combination right in the hooker position and then you've got guys like Tarpany and, and Hallsborough that the NRL and Corey were here in Nero NRL haven't put in the starting side there at the Raiders um, they pick guys like Hudson Young and Adam Elliott over them but I think that Using those forwards to the best of their abilities, making the most out of their stints, and you know, really trying to tinker with the lineup a little bit to get the best results is going to really serve Kimberley well in the long run. I mean, as you can see, just by the lineup I named, there's no shortage of talent in Kimberley's forward pack. It's just whether sometimes they can drop off if they can get over opposition early and really, you know, put the uh, put the foot to the throat, so to speak, then they can. Uh, they can make certain they can they can make certain that this year is going to be better than last year because sometimes last year the defensively that forward pack really suffered and they didn't dominate the middle of the ruck and they didn't you know put a lot of the pressure and and get over the top of opposition as well as they should have considering the talent that you can see when you look at this starting lineup now in round one as I mentioned um, you know Savage we'll see if he starts Elliot Whitehead is got a niggling injury but he should be right. Snyder gets his opportunity in the halves there, and you know it's pretty much full strength apart from Fogarty. All all ships are ready to go uh, there at the Canberra Raiders. It's just going to be a matter of whether they can find the confidence in themselves and their playmakers. As I mentioned, there's going to be a lot of play, young playmakers around there in Snyder and Xavier Savage, and even Charles Clugh-Clodstad, who didn't have the best 2021. It was obviously in, injury ravaged and injury affected. So whoever they put there in their spines, they're going to have to really work well with Wyden and Hodgson. They've got to be the experienced heads and the controlling factors of this lineup. Now, when I say controlling, I mean Wyden, you're wanting to play his natural game. But if you need someone to rely on, you're looking at Wyden, you're looking at Hodgson, and they've really got to lead this side moving forward. Those guys and guys like Papalihi and Tarpanay, Elliot Whitehead, these experienced campaigners... Um, if they can hang in for the tough moments, which they didn't last year, as we saw their defense at times was abysmal. They let a lot of points in per match. They never tightened the screws a little bit there. I think this Raiders side's got well and truly enough attacking prowess to really cause damage to teams near the top of this ladder. And I think they're, they are a smoky for the top eight. I don't know if they're going to quite get there, but I think they're definitely going to be contention. I think it's going to be an improvement on 2021 
And Ricky Stewart, as I said, he's going to be under a lot of pressure this year because if it all goes wrong again this year, then, you know, question mark's going to be raised about his long-term future at the club. You've got Croker, who's coming off a couple of awful years in terms of injury and form. Papa Leahy, Hodson, these guys need to prove that they're still up to the NRL standard and you'd like to see Jack Wyden get back to his very best for the club. So when you look at this uh, this run of opening games for Canberra, they've got Cronulla to open the season, who, you know, Cronulla have been such the talk of, and, and we'll get to Cronulla shortly, I think they're our next season preview, but Cronulla have been the talk of so many, you know, pundits around the the rugby league world that they're going to have a big season with all their key signings, including guys like Finucane, McInnes, and Nico Hines going in there. But the Raiders have got a real opportunity to steal victory in that first game. They follow that up with games against the Cowboys and the Titans. It gets a little bit tougher after that against Manly and the Storm, but those first three games for the Raiders are going to be proving crucial to their season. The Raiders lost so many close games last year, and those are the games they need to make sure that they are winning. If they can beat the Sharks, the Cowboys, and the Titans... That's three of their first three games they've won. Even if they win two of those, that's two out of their first three. And they can jag a win over the Storm or Meanly in round four or five. They can find themselves in good stead for the rest of the season. But they have to have a positive start. Ricky Stewart's got them fired up. They're going to need to be fired up. And they're going to need to be get ready to go next Friday night against the Sharks. I'm looking forward to that game. I think it's going to be a cracker. I have the Canberra Raiders finishing ninth this season. It was really a toss-up between the seventh to tenth positions for me. I didn't know where to place certain teams, but... I think the Raiders, they're going to be improvers on last year. They can definitely sneak into the top eight. I just worry about their mentality sometimes and their focus, especially in defensively. They need these big forwards and these veteran players to really stand up and lead these young guys through some of the tough times because there will be tough times coming for the Canberra Raiders at points during the season, just like there was in 2021. But I think it's a little bit of a mental battle uh, a lot of times there for a lot of players, and in particular Canberra over the last few years, to ignore all that off-field stuff. We saw with John Bateman and, and George Williams' departures in the last couple of years how that had an effect on the team. They've just got to remain focused on the task ahead of them, focus on the field, no you know, wife of football players getting involved. They just have to be focusing on their football. If they do that, they can definitely make the top eight, but I've got them just missing out. I've got them in ninth place, and that's where I think the Canberra Raiders will finish in 2022. All right, well, that was my season preview for the Canberra Raiders. Where do you guys think they will finish? Let me know in the comments of this post on Steve's NRL Free Tips on Facebook. Send me a message and give me your predictions for the season. And please subscribe wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or Google Podcast. All right, well, that was Steve's season preview for the Canberra Raiders. I'll see you guys next time. They're going to be coming thick and fast. I'm probably going to have another one up today for Steve's season previews for 2022. One week away from the NRL, can't wait. Can't wait for it.